and welcome to Marie Mason Meadows. We're just a small farm sharing our stories, our ups, our downs, basically our daily lives. And we thought that maybe someone would want to know what we're doing here. So give us a listen. Let us know what you think. Saturday, April the 6th, 2019. Heather here from Murray Mason Meadows, of course. And I'm just sitting here trying to figure out what I'm going to do today. The forecast is supposed to be really nice, so I have some inside stuff to do and I'm hoping to do some outside stuff. I guess the first thing that's really concerning me that's been happening here is yesterday, our dog, we a beautiful dog and his name is Hayes and he's a black lab and he normally just hangs around and does everything with us he's rarely on a leash uh, he he has really good listening skills he's, he's pretty obedient and we've been you know we've worked with him with that and um, it's just been really odd even so my parents live with us so my dad would take Hayes out with him doing his thing outside and you don't even have to call the dog in like he just follow, follows us and he knows that he comes in and he just refused to come inside yesterday so um, when I came home after work um, I was trying to get him inside and not having a lot of success so my son actually basically he went and got him and um, the teenager um, went and got him and brought him in so this is really concerning because of the way that he was behaving with um, not wanting to come in so he was acting like he was on guard uh, he's a really good guard dog like he will let us know what's happening he will alert us to any danger so it's almost like he was acting if there, like there was something outside. So the dog doesn't come in unless everybody's inside. He's just a really good guard dog that way. So it's like he was acting like there's something still out there, like he still needs to be on guard and protect everybody. So I don't know, otherwise he's healthy. I mean, he has, you know, he's been taking bowel movements, he's been, He's been um, urinating outside, like no problem. I checked his sight, his hearing. Um, he's, he's not appearing to be in pain. In fact, he's like, once he's inside, it's like life is normal. He is, he will come when he's called inside. Like it's not a problem, it's just when he's outside. So it leads me to believe that something outside is really alerting him to something. So, we think that possibly it could be some neighboring dogs might be in heat. Um, there's a possibility that there's maybe coyotes that are, um, it might be their breeding season. I'm not sure. That's usually from January to March here for coyotes. But I mean, we're just in the beginnings of April, so it still could be, I'm, I'm assuming. So that's kind of what we're dealing with with our dog. Um, 
he's he's normally he's such a good boy like he just all he wants to do is please and uh, so it's a little bit concerning for us um, it's not always uh, easy for us to have him to hold him on a leash while we're doing uh, while we're working outside you know so and he, he so enjoys being outside too and we enjoy having him so this is just hoping that this isn't going to last for long and we're kind of going to chalk this up to we think that neighboring dogs must be in heat and he's struggling with I need to be home and I want to be somewhere else uh, I don't want to listen to you so I'll update you on that we'll see but otherwise uh, talking about animals the other day Andrew came inside he brought the eggs in, and then he had this little white egg, kind of pinkish, I think. And he said, um, we, we'd been noticing, actually, that some pigeons had been flying into the barn. So we thought, and, and it was it was laid on top of the, the feed bag, so it must have gone in there and had something to eat and laid an egg, and, which is unusual. Normally, they lay two, right? So anyway, he brought this egg in, so I've been... Um, putting it uh, in a heated area and you know it'll take 18 days we'll see I was candling it and I mean it could be in the first five days I don't know if it's fertilized or not I'm just assuming it is because there were two of them there but you know there's a chance it's not even fertilized and I don't even know what I'm going to do with this pigeon egg if you know I mean I guess if it does um, open up you know if we do have a pigeon but it's I think it's kind of interesting. Uh, we've noticed because we feed birds, we we do we have this pair of pigeons that just seem to uh, be here all the time. So I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. I don't know if it's fertilized or not because in the first five days, I guess you can't really tell very well. I'm trying to candle it to see and. Um, so after the five days is up, if I don't think it's fertilized, um, I don't think I'm going to keep it in the house uh, and keep trying. But uh, I thought that was kind of like an unexpected little treat. Like, uh, here, here's something else to do, which was uh, kind of fun. Kind of, kind of fun not knowing, right? Like, um, so the other thing that we're really doing, that I'm really doing, this is kind of my my thing here. I mean, Andrew does so much, right? Like, he he's always has a project going. Like, in fact, right now, he's gone to his friend's house, uh, Bill, Bill and Bethany, and uh, it's about 20 minutes away, and he's loaded up. We, we purchased a walk-behind tractor, and we got it uh, previously owned, which is a nice way to say used. Um, so we only paid... 400 bucks for this walk behind tractor and um i think it's the perfect size for our hobby farm right we've got 13 and a half acres um, a lot of it's for hay but i mean there are areas that we need to clear out bush we need to clear out we need like a plow to get us started so we can um have a nice garden area we need like we need not that we're doing, we're doing like just a light tilling and we're, um, we just need to get that started because, you know, in past years we would just get, uh, what's it called? Um, 
we would just get, we would rent something from Home Depot, and I think it was like, it was over a hundred bucks, was it a hundred bucks? That we would, and it would take off the top layer of grass, right? And it would just turn it over. And we would, we would turn it over. And then that's kind of, we would kind of work the, um, the ground with that. And um, it was just, it took a long time. So I think that this is a much better alternative, something that we own. And unfortunately, we bought it doesn't really run. So Andrew's taking it to Bill to take a look at it, do tune-up on it, to see if he can fix it, if he can get it running. I think there's a pretty good chance that it's going to. It has, the neat thing about this walk-behind tractor is it has, it came with some implements and we have the option of purchasing more implements for it. So it, um, we're gonna have, like we have the, I think it has a mower on it and a plow and other soil working things and uh, tiller the neat thing about it is we can we can we can buy if we need more we can buy more and it's, it's not going to be a whole heck of a lot of money to have that we don't actually need a big tractor and the only tractor we have right now is our little John Deere uh, mower which uh, we love to get the grass and everything but um, the walk behind is good because it's, we're still going to get exercise although <laughs> <laughs> From what I hear, we can buy a seat for it, <laughs> but we're not going to be doing huge amounts all the time. It's just enough. We need some power, right? So we need something more than just our own power to get us going. So it's perfect for a hobby farm, small scale agriculture, and um, we got it at a great price. And the implements are going to be between like 150 to they go up to 2,000. And I think for the hay equipment I think like it can be up to like ten thousand dollars which is still cheaper than getting a big tractor we will see we don't have to we don't have to do anything this is like kind of the kind of the great thing about having your own hobby farm you don't have to do anything you might want to do something and you might not have the money to do it so we do it kind of as we're going along so it's very practical for us and uh yeah, I'm really, I'm really crossing my fingers that this tractor is, this walk behind tractor is going to work. So, um, what else is going on? Oh, I got my order. Well, half of my order of mushrooms came in. I purchased for the first time from Wiley Mycologicals, which is in Georgian Bluffs, Ontario, which is right by Wyerton. And this is near and dear to my heart because this is where my father's family is from, from Wyerton, right down to, he was, you know, we heard of Wyerton Willie, right? My dad was born on Groundhog Day. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, right, Wyerton through and through. So, um, I purchased these mushrooms and it's a kit, right? I, um, so I bought four kits. Two kits are in. So I've started the white oyster and the shiitake. And it uh, looks like it's going to be a lot. And we're just growing them on the counter. So kind of getting our feet wet with learning how to, you know, cultivate these mushrooms. And in a month or so, we'll be getting another shipment. And it will be of the pink oyster and the morels. Now, the morels, I'm going to have to 
plant outside. I'm gonna I want to have a nice little morel patch, and um, and hopefully those will keep coming up every year. So pretty excited about these mushrooms, and if you're interested in um, these mushrooms from these this place, it is. Wiley, W-Y-L-I-E, Mycologicals Limited, and they're in Georgian Bluffs, Ontario. www.wylie, Mycologicals, M-Y-C-O-L-O-G-I-C-A-L-S, dot C-A. You want to check out their, um, you want to check out their website. Now, I, it's a pretty big bag that I got, like, it's significant. So it was almost 30 bucks and my shipping was almost 30 bucks, but I'm also in Ontario. So um, I thought this was really reasonable and I really wanted to do this because I live in Ontario. I wanted to get these from Ontario. The next thing that happened this week was I took a course, an online course. It only took me an hour and it was one part of um, there are there are more online courses that I can take. So I have a nice certificate. Um, so it's the Agriculture and Food Education. And that is put on uh, by the University of Guelph. So I took the first e-course. It was um, Traceability. And I got the certificate. Again, only took me an hour. I learned a lot. Now I kind of thought about traceability and... Um, didn't really know how to go about it. Just basically being able to identify uh, what's coming into the farm, uh, how it's being used, and where it's going, and being able to like track, being able to to track it, any anything on the farm um, at any time, right? So I think I would like to put some of these this knowledge into play. Which, I'm, which I was really impressed with this. So it's the Food and Safety Foundation. It's the basics of traceability. Um, so they have other courses. It's uh, recall, sanitation, personnel, water use, worker practices, maximizing your traceability, investment profiting from your traceability, and growing your farm profits. You know, I think we're constantly learning and learning is a good thing. If this only took me an hour and it had me doing something different, that's great. I mean, this time of year, we're, we're not as much outside, so we can do more. I did this, I registered as a um, producer. You can register as a processor or a producer. And the website for this, which I found, I just found this was like really great. And oh, and I could, I printed off the certificate. So I'm feeling like I accomplished something. <laughs> so the website is Ag and Food Education, A G A N D Food Education dot learning dot Ridgetown, R I D G E T O W N C, I think that's probably for campus, dot U O Guelph, G U E L P H dot C A. So, um, that was a lot of fun. Again, it was only an hour. What else is happening on the farm? I am planning a garden. This is what we do (laughs) Um, when there's time. So, 
I'll be honest with you. I probably have enough seeds for, I don't know, six acres maybe. <coughs> Excuse me. So, uh, I don't think my husband's going to let me plant six acres of um, <laughs> seeds. Uh, that's a lot to look after. So, I'm going to have to uh, cut that down. And plus, we still don't have this tractor, this walk-behind tractor working yet. So, I don't know. I'm pretty... I'm pretty excited about this year. Uh, We have this greenhouse that's not done yet. So our growing season, we're in zone five. So we, our growing season is like from May to October. And having the greenhouse would be able to extend that growing season a little bit more because we could start things earlier. So we we have the greenhouse. It doesn't have any plastic on it because the ends aren't done yet. And, um... Hopefully that's going to get fixed in the next couple of weeks. But it is also tax season and my husband is an accountant. So I'm not going to hold my breath here. (laughs) I'll let you know how that goes. Um, But let me just say we're well on our way to getting there. And next year will be a lot better. So as we do with everything on the farm kind of trying to do the best I can with what I have so what I'm gonna do is uh, what I can we have a lot of seed trays I'm still gonna start some stuff in there it's just it's not gonna be protected Um, I'm gonna have to wait until we have better um, weather I have started some stuff in the house like these sweet potato slips which is good Uh, and I'm looking at this year at doing more vertical gardens one of the things I want to do is basically take some some fencing and turn it over into arches, which would be really nice. It would be aesthetically pleasing, and it would get everything... We'd have better airflow, right? Because that's what we really want. We want better airflow in the garden so we're not getting a lot of diseases, right? Um, another thing I'm going to do is I want to make a neat little... I want to make a teepee and have... Um, peas and beans growing around it so basically a string or I might have to do twine teepee and um, that you can walk in that would be really cool I have a lot of great ideas I just I run out of time (laughs) and probably uh, energy as well but anyway um so we have a lot for um our produce and I'm just trying to figure that out and I'll probably get into more detail of how I'm going to do that but uh, one big thing that we're doing is we're going to go to all the, the in our municipality we have free composting days now we do have a composter and we do of course compost here and you know a lot of stuff will just will feed to the chickens because they really enjoy a good treat but Compost is like gold. It's like, it's wonderful stuff to, you want to add to um, your soil, right? So we're going to go to, we're going to hit every municipality's area like we did last year. It's like usually on a Saturday and a Sunday, you bring a, a food donation and we bring our recycling bins. We've got, we put a tarp in the back of the van and we have like, I guess probably four recycling bins that we use. We bring our shovels and our gloves and it's a nice little outing for us. So we're gonna hit Orno, 
and we're going to hit um, the diff- we'll hit Oshawa and Whippy and Ajax and or Perry or Uxbridge and we're gonna do we're gonna make sure to hit all those for the compost and we just bring it back and put it in a nice big pile and we are going to add that to our soil that's that's gonna really help that'll give us a nice big kickstart with um, getting everything going so that's pretty amazing loving loving that um, <laughs> I just keep ordering seeds I think I might have a problem uh, with seeds because I'm kind of addicted to <laughs> I don't know, maybe it's just uh, the promise of what could be, you know. So I also ordered, and I don't usually order a lot of flowers. I'm usually more interested in, okay, I want something practical and I want to eat it, right? Like I want to, but this year I spent a lot of money in seeds. Now I did, I do have some seeds that I saved for for flowers and that, but looking at cut flowers and um, although I do have the big Russian mammoth um, sunflowers, which I'm going to plant a lot of this year actually, I saved a lot of it. Um, I bought some seeds, a lot of seeds actually, for these sunflowers and I forget what they're called, I'll have to look that up, but they're, if you ever go into the stores and you see the cut sunflowers, like they're smaller, but they're still, they're still pretty big, but they're like cut flowers. So I can have some cut flowers that are sunflowers, but the amount that I bought is far too much for me. So I'm, then I thought, okay, great. So I'll have cut flowers. Um, these sunflowers are beautiful and they grow instead of just one stalk. I mean, there's going to be multiple sunflowers on each Plant. So these are going to be beautiful. I, I, in my mind, these are going to be beautiful. <laughs> we shall see what happens with them. Um, I just love sunflowers. They're just, they're just so cheerful. So I bought those, and I bought snapdragons. Snapdragons are beautiful. These pictures, they like totally roped me in for for getting. So these are beautiful cut flowers as well. So I got snapdragons I got gladiolus and I love gladiolus but these gladiolus are a little bit they're shorter they're not the really big ones so they're shorter and they're more full which would be beautiful cut flowers and what else did I get I got quite I got a lot of red impatience love impatience and I got the double bloom ones which are going to be beautiful and um, I was also, I know I got something else and it's not coming to me at the moment, but I have a lot of containers. So what I'm getting to do is, um, I'm going to be putting a, like, I'm going to, I'm going to have to sell these because I'm going to have far too many for one person. So I bought, uh, hanging containers, which I'm going to fill with, um, flowers that are spilling over in my mind it's going to work perfectly so we shall see what happens with that I'm, I'm pretty I'm excited for everything I'm excited for spring because it just means a lot of opportunities and it just it's just the start of you know anything can happen and 
you know, my poor husband is going to have... See, here's the problem with me being at home and planning. Because I not only plan my time, I tend to plan his time as well. And he's so good about it. And I'm just like, could you please? Do you think we could? And then we actually do talk about it. It doesn't have to be my way all the time. But, um... He's got some great ideas on how to make things more efficient, and um, I really think we have a good partnership that way. Um, so this is what's happening here on Murray Mason Meadows. It's uh, again it's Saturday, April the sixth, and it's supposed to be a really nice day today. So I'm hoping to get outside, and uh, I think those chickens look like they're needing a treat. So I'm going to grab a squash, break it open for them, and watch them enjoy. All right, take care. Have a great week.